0: This podcast is part of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed may not reflect those of other podcasts or affiliates of this show or Gunna Geek. Check out other geeky podcasts at gunnageek.com. And get ready because geekiness commences in three, two, one.
1: The Gunna Geek Network presents the latest installment of all things good and nerdy. With your hosts, Naki,
0: internet is really really great for
1: porn. <laughs> and chris so i'm gonna say this as nice as i can you go to hell sir you go to hell and you die <laughs> they're here each week to talk about the latest in nerd news and sometimes they bring a special guest host along too as magneto once said ha ha, ha welcome
2: to die no pants all bacon and dick butts
3: <laughs> well, i want to cut you all <laughs> i'm just gonna cut you all meat candy woohoo You have boobs!
1: So kick your feet up and relax as you take in the latest crazy episode of All Things Good and Nerdy.
2: Well, Lee Pace is in Guardians of the Galaxy, but he's noted as Ronan the Accuser.
3: Ha ha!
1: This week... Anthony's the one that overran the intro because I stealthily pressed broadcast and nobody noticed.
0: Damn it, <laughs> Damn it, you sneaky son of a bitch!
1: I was trying to get the whole pushing daisies conversation, but the delay was too long between <laughs> starting.
0: But I
4: had a good overrun story for this week.
1: <laughs> Do you want to start it now and I can cut the. <laughs>
4: well, I could just tell you the story. It's yeah. this crazy dream that I had.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, you're telling the story. Uh, well, stand by for the start of the real show. We're getting the story. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so I have this fear of being pregnant, right? Because I work with kids and I'm surrounded by pregnant <laughs> women like all the time. And so I have this like I have this intense fear of being pregnant. And be, uh so basically what happened was I I got pregnant in this dream and I'm like sitting here like, "Oh my god. Oh my god, it's going to be an alien. It's going to be an alien." And then I was right. I had a fucking chestburster. Like, the thing just, like, popped through my chest, and he's like, Mana! and I'm like, oh, my God, why?
2: <laughs> I guess it's lucky for the boyfriend that you have a fear of being pregnant but not getting pregnant, because that would be a whole
3: different fear. It's true. We, <laughs> we, we've
4: like just, we've just just, we, <laughs> yeah, it said mama, and it was, like, this really creepy, like, creepy voice. I was like, what is wrong with my brain? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny! See, that was the overrun story for today. But no, Chris had to go and press the button while I'm talking about pushing daisies. I
1: gotta try. Also- I'm just trying to mix things up a little bit to, to put some variety in life.
4: That's
1: all. It's getting we're you we gotta make sure we don't get stale. We're almost 100 episodes in.
4: Oh dear God, we're almost 100 episodes in.
1: That's right. And here's the scary thing. That's only like there's like two other shows on the Goody Geek Network that have already hit 100. I think so.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> We're trailing. We're trailing. So, so what I'm saying, people, is there's a lot of back catalog over at gunnageeknetwork.com. Check it out. There's my plug yeah. before we even start the show, but
4: oh. <laughs> welcome everyone to the I'm
2: welcome up to it. the April 2011 episodes of The Nerdist. Oh, I, I know about that. Go.
4: Dear God, that is a <laughs> lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, they have all their episodes are still on iTunes, like from the yeah. beginning. I started That's in awesome. episode one. It's fucking crazy listening to them talk okay. about the launch of the iPad. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Okay, so I'm just saying, I thought so I, I had completionist this- syndrome.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm worse than almost anybody I know, especially when it comes to podcasts.
4: Looking in
1: uh, the chat room right now, Steven has said he's going to jump to 100 on the Gunna Geek podcast next week just to spite me. Aww. <laughs>
4: Thanks, Mr. Now, President. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Big Papa, we appreciate it. That's his new uh. name now. Feel free to use Big Papa when you're talking about Stephen.
4: Well, see, my phone auto-corrects, autocorrects John Drew to President, so Stephen is Mr. President. <laughs> I like it.
0: <laughs> uh. so, I don't
1: well, know why. <laughs> welcome, everyone, to episode 96 of All Things Good and Nerdy. Sorry for the late start, but there's too many funny stories to tell. It is recorded live on Sunday, February 23rd, I think it is? 23rd? 2014. God, it'd help if I get the date right. <laughs> yeah.
2: What a bunch of a-holes.
1: Naki and I are here, of course, but joining us today, we've got Anthony, who you just heard call us a-holes. <laughs>
2: Hello! Hello!
1: Hey, we've also got Michelle with us. we got a full house. Hola! Hola, como estas? Dos cervezas, por favor. I mean, what? <laughs> Two? Two. <laughs> Two. got to make sure you got a spare. I mean, that's how I look at it.
4: That's true. If you had a third hand, you'd order Jace. But you know,
1: I need to have one pop out of my chest like your alien chest burster.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's gonna be the name of this week's show: is Mama.
3: <laughs> I'm uh, calling it right intense,
4: now. <laughs> my intense fear of being pregnant. <laughs> I've been so bad.
1: Maybe that should be the name of the show: My intense fear of being pregnant. <laughs>
4: We'll bring in a whole new type of audience. Yeah, <laughs> I'm writing oh. that down. This is why I'll never have kids, guys. <laughs> never. I thought it was
1: because children are the devil.
4: I did call them little Hitlers at one point.
1: On this oh. show, in fact, On the show. Them little
4: Hitlers. Um, oh, speaking of, of strange children's stories. Okay, so I had this little girl. She, told, she sat and talked to me for, like, 35 minutes about her cat. And I'm like, sweet, crazy cat lady on board. I'm, a, I'm excited. Whatever. So I go to talk to her mom later on. You know, she's coming to pick her up. She's asking how I was. She's like, was great. You know, she told me about your cat and, you know, all this other stuff. She's like, we don't have a cat. I'm like, but, but she just talked to me for, like, 35 minutes. and she looks at, And she looks at her mom and she goes, no, I didn't. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> now her mother thinks I'm crazy, and it's worked because anytime I try, because now she like acts up all the time. So anytime I try to tell her mother, her mother's just like, "Yeah, crazy lady. Okay, I got you."
1: knock you—you might be crazy. Remember, you just told us a story about an alien chest burst or baby.
4: Hey, I did. It. It's in my chest. Get it out. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I lost
3: my train of thought.
4: It's going to be one of those weeks. I've had a lot of coffee. Sorry.
1: I've had none yet. I should have. (laughs) Coffee, 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 coffee. Well, there's been a crap ton of stuff going on this week, so what do you say we talk about it in our News of the Week?
3: (laughs) News of the Week. News team, assemble! News team, assemble!
1: Live from the ATG and studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. I love it when people remember what my bumps sound like. (laughs) (laughs) Live. That's that's the one I'm most happy with, actually. The other ones, I'm like, eh.
0: Live (laughs) from uh, the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
1: that's nearly an an original sound bump that I've only remastered once since this show started. (laughs) It was just to improve the audio quality. (laughs) We're on like our fourth intro, I think, though.
4: Okay. Yeah, like yeah. we've we've done the intro a bunch of times. We don't actually have Ryan in our intro anymore. That's I think it's because all... he keeps bailing no on more, us.
0: No more raging erections.
4: That's because all I could get of
1: audio clips we had pulled out of Ryan were saying raging erections or penises, and I was trying to take all the <laughs> dick references out of the opening credits. Well,
3: why? There's, there's no Ryan.
0: <laughs> Not even a dick butt.
1: There's Not... a dick butt.
0: It's, oh, okay. uh, Anthony
1: says, woohoo, dick butts, something and bacon. I can't remember the whole clip.
2: Yeah. Pantslessness.
1: Yeah, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah,
2: probably pantsless, dick butts, bacon.
1: Something like that. I remember I kept The
0: ATGN
2: that. trilogy.
1: <laughs> it's the holy trinity of ATGN.
2: <laughs>
0: it's I
1: Since I said that, I'm going to hell. Maybe I should do my news story so I don't get struck down first. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> All right, this story just Wait, came you. out last night because during the Winter Olympics... NBC is bringing back Heroes in a new miniseries called Heroes Reborn, or short series, I guess. It'll be 13 episodes long. They're bringing back creator Tim Kring. I think that's how you say his name. And they have said it is possible they'll bring back some of the original Heroes in recurring roles. I I don't know about this. This was rumored like two years ago that supposedly Xbox was going to buy the rights to Heroes and start it as a web series on there. But uh, this show, if they can recreate Season 1, I think it's a great idea. But everything else was... Not very good.
0: Yeah.
2: No, I think the four people that enjoyed Heroes and the Cape. So, like, I'm just a sucker for anything superhero. I just they can't bring back Heroes if you don't have Hero.
1: I I hope they bring back Hero and Peter.
2: You got to have Masioka. If you've got him, I'll go with anything else they do.
1: The problem is he's a main character in Hawaii Five O now, so I don't think he's coming back to do Heroes. You know, he can do
3: it big basis.
1: Yeah, I think he might do that, (laughs) but. The sad thing is, I heard this, and I went, "Why can't they bring something else back that I care about a little more? I was like, well, why can't firefly, they I've
3: been... be good
2: stuff
1: yeah well, that too I was like, I've been waiting years for a firefly reboot or not reboot, but continuation. That's not happening,
4: yeah, but we got that in comic book form, and it's probably better off in comic book form because they don't age in comic books.
1: that's true, but Joss Whedon has enough cachet now he can do whatever the hell he wants. That's
4: true,
3: yeah.
1: That's how I look at it, but yeah. Heroes is coming back. I thought that's kind of cool, but we've got this trend of bringing back a lot of crap right now. 24 is coming back in a couple months. Heroes is coming back now. It's like they've realized, hmm, these things were popular three or four years ago. We don't have any great <laughs> ideas. What can we bring back?
0: Well,
4: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They're, they're, they've they they got a couple of good ideas out there. Like I don't know. Are, are any of you
0: watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I
4: watched yeah. parts of it.
0: I highly recommend yeah. it. Like, it's really funny. Oh, it's funny. Oh, uh, Terry Crews is just awesome in that show.
2: Yeah, he is. And I'm loving Almost Human, and apparently that show's on the bubble. They're talking about canceling that. Yeah, Aww. well, it's Aww. at an like unfortunate time spot. It's,
1: it's at time. an unfortunate time spot, and Fox has done their typical bullshit of airing episodes out of order.
2: Yeah. 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 Which I've been watching them on their website, which, you know, to hell with The Shield. Or, yeah, Legends of Agents The Shield. I can at least watch freaking. Almost human on Fox's website, so that's kinda nice.
1: Do you need to borrow my Hulu plus login?
2: <laughs> nope. I won't watch it. They're assholes. They don't get my clicks anymore. <laughs> I watch my Almost Human and I watch Dads on the Fox website.
1: And you can watch Arrow on the C W site. Yep.
4: See I haven't yeah. been able to watch, I haven't been able to get through Dads. i I really want to yeah, because I, don't I, don't I like love Dad. Seth Greens. I love it's Seth
2: Greens. Re- but... It's such a ridiculous like all the like standard tropes of like an 80s sitcom like they hit every stupid ridiculous like racist statement obnoxious statement but it's the writers are doing it on purpose and that's what makes it funny like the first episode people got really offended first or second episode because they put uh Brenda Song the asian actress on the show in a Sailor Moon costume to talk to asian investors it was supposed to be ridiculous. It was supposed to be over the top, and people were like, "That's so offensive and racist."
1: I wasn't it's offended. Like- I just didn't think the show was very funny. I chuckled a couple times, but it's like watching The Simpsons now. I never really laugh. I just kind of go, "Eh, that's okay."
4: Yeah, like it was like I I didn't get offended like and or anything like that. And I you know I I'm all super fun, fem- but it was just like it, it was just eh, it's okay. It's okay. I I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Like, there's there's shows out there I hate, like Big Bang Theory and Two and a Half Men. Like, how the fuck is that still on the air? Um. Middle
1: America. Yeah. Yeah. At least, hey, but at least Community is back for Season 5 with Dan Harmon, and it's actually funny.
4: I haven't watched it yet.
1: They just did, like, a Criminal Minds slash some, I can't remember the other, like, crime drama they mixed together about the ass-crack bandit. Yeah. (laughs) It was brilliant
0: and then the corkboard episode.
1: Yes, the corkboard. I still think the best was when they played hot lava this season.
0: Yes. Oh, that was so funny. And
1: then it made me sad. Yeah. I, we've been watching a lot of community here though cuz my girlfriend wanted to watch it. So we're up through season 3 now. We just finished that. And I've got all of season 5 on the DVR. I'm debating whether we should skip season 4 or just watch a couple episodes that are decent in there.
3: Eh. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: But it made me. It brought back all those cape jokes that I remembered from Community. Where like, oh, it's going to get six seasons in a movie, and I went, oh, it did not. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, no wonder NBC doesn't like this show. They make fun of all their failures.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the most dangerous thing in the world is um, what's her face that just showed up on Arrow? Uh, hmm? Damn it! <laughs> what? Uh, Who's the character? From Firefly and oh, Summer Glau. Summer Glau, because she's yeah, the I, show killer.
1: I kind of forgot she's on Arrow, because she hasn't yeah, been on like the last five episodes. Yeah, she, she, she
0: was like on three episodes, she fucked, um, you know, Ollie, Ollie, and then it's like, gone.
2: <laughs> For more that, information. Was just them, that was just them showing off, they used her at the end of season one and said, Ha, we still got a season two. Yeah. Even Summer Glau can't stop Arrow.
1: For more information on Arrow, feel free to check out the us uh, the, oh, wow, the Starling Tribune on GunnaGeekNetwork.com.
2: Will you plug please plug.
4: change your tagline to Plugman?
2: Plug, plug. That's my job. I'm here to plug-y, plug plug-y, things.
4: Pluggedy, plugity, pluggedy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of my cup of Jawas. That's right, I have a cup of Jawa. Yeah. <laughs>
3: very
1: nice. Very nice. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, before we go off this topic, I uh, missed smash. it. Oh, smash. <laughs> Mike is in the chat room, and he goes. I'm also one of the four fans of Heroes, so he's excited about the news.
2: There we go. Yeah, there's four or five of us out here.
1: I, I just <laughs> I don't know that I really care is my thing. I'll probably watch it, and if it catches my attention, I'll stick with it. But it's not it's not something I'm going. Oh, I have to watch that when it comes out.
4: And um, I watched sadly season not, one.
1: <laughs> the new 24 is something that makes me go, "Ooh, I have to watch that because it's Jack Bauer."
4: I have never watched 24, so I'm just kind of like, I don't know what I'm missing.
1: It's it's kind of fun, It's got it's, Yvonne Strahovski and I like her so.
2: I was gonna say yeah, it's got Sarah in it. Oh. Yeah, Sarah Walker a, from Chuck. It, it's <laughs> a spy thing. I think I
4: just missed out on the spy bus because I never got into like the Born Identity movies. I've never gotten into uh, to uh, James Bond or anything. Like that the extent of spy stuff I know is like Archer. <laughs>
2: Did you ever watch Chuck?
4: Nope. Oh, you've got I've, well, got, yeah, like, you've, I've got you like. You've missed out. I've got, like, two episodes on that. Yeah, I've got, like, two episodes in on that, and I haven't, like, gone further because I just don't have time. It
1: took them two or three episodes to find their stride, I think, with Chuck. And then it got good. That's what I thought. Uh, Let's see. Draftsman in the chat room has said, the reason Middle America loves Two and a Half Men in the Big Bang Theory is because it reduces a different lifestyle and worldview in an inoffensive cartoon. It reduces in a different lifestyle and worldview in an inoffensive cartoon.
3: See that?
4: The thing is, is that it's, it, if it, it's, and I, I don't know if it's just because I'm in the, the, the world so much of, of the nerddoms, but it's just like, to me, when I watch it, it's just like, hey, here's a big word that kind of sounds science Let's laugh at it.
1: Well, yeah, if can't... you, go ahead, I'm sorry.
0: I, I got tired of, like, in the beginning, it was cool. It was them really being geeky and nerdy and smart, but then it just became like, can we get girlfriends? And then it, I, I just got tired of being laughed at. It's like. No longer, sort of, no laughing with them now. I, it's like I'm being laughed at as a it, geek. It's Can that,
1: well. and now it's more of a show about the girlfriends putting up with their nerdy boyfriends. Yeah, because all the girls get a crap ton of screen time, and they're not. Uh, I'm not saying this to be sexist or anything like that, but the show was not built around them to start with. So it, it's a tougher transition to try and change things up like that.
4: Yeah, it's just um, I, I like the first. I think it was the first two seasons. It was before Leonard started dating Penny. Yeah. I liked those two seasons because it felt like it was very much laughing with me. And then once Leonard started dating Penny is when that transition started where I felt like I was being laughed at. So I was just like, I don't I can't I can't watch this show anymore. Well I don't we know, understand.
1: You guys all know I have hard time quitting T V shows, so I haven't quit it quite yet, but it's not really on my priority list of things to watch. You gotta remember I didn't even quit the Cape, so I have a hard time yeah. quitting T V shows. That is it. on Netflix. Yeah.
0: I didn't quit The Cape either.
1: I, I did quit Once Upon a Time, though, and Good. my life is a little better for it.
0: I'm about to.
2: I watched every episode of The
0: Cape.
1: All 13 of them? I watched 12 of the 13. When they put the last one on online only, I went, oh, okay, screw it. <laughs>
4: um, yeah, I, I, I watched the half of the first episode, and I was like, No. <laughs>
1: I was like, it could get better, and then I was sadly defeated and sad inside and mocked widely by Naki for watching the Cape.
2: Yeah, and I really like David Lyons. He's a really good actor. I like that guy.
1: What is it? has that killed his career? I haven't seen him in anything yet.
2: Oh, lately. he's uh, he was the main bad guy in a uh, Revolution for like oh. the first season, I think, and now I think he's part of the good guy team. I don't know. I stopped watching that because that's one of the worst post-apocalyptic shows ever made. Because they're Isn't all just, still wearing no clean electricity. Clothes. Yeah.
4: <laughs> There's no electricity. The world ends.
2: Yeah. I know well, it's, it's not just no electricity. <laughs> Literally everything anything more tech advanced than a locomotive engine will not work no matter what. So basically a an, an unending EMP hit the world and stopped all technology.
0: It, it's Which, actually yeah. it's actually magical nanites because I I, I yeah. you know I've watched it and it's like it's really bad science. It's like, we are, bio- there's there's electricity in us, and so it's like, I don't really get how you stop all just some electricity, but not all of it, and, oh, God, and they also have perfect teeth, like white teeth, yeah. like really white, we <laughs> found Crest White Strips somewhere, and also some <laughs> styling gel, because damn, our hair looks good, just kind of like, The Walking Dead's guilty of this too, you know? Yeah, we finding food. We found, we found Crest White strips and some styling gel. Um, so.
2: <laughs> I was watching that. It was we Me and the wife started watching Revolution when it was on live the first season. And then I started watching Falling Skies when I got Amazon Prime. Much better. And, yeah, watching Falling Skies. then yeah. five minutes after the alien invasion and, like, stuff's blowing up and all of a sudden people are dirty. And then two episodes in, everybody's scruffy. Their clothes are fucking filthy. It's like everybody that works on the clothing department at Falling Skies needs to go work for NBC and show them people get dirty fifteen yeah. years after the loss of electricity. Yes. They're not yeah. all wearing brand new clean fucking clothes from a hidden Walmart.
1: Steven said in the <laughs> chat room that he still watches Revolution. Terrible science, but it's a fun show. But I have to echo what Anthony just said. Watch Falling Skies, it's really good.
2: Yeah, yeah That
4: I, was a I great love that show. Falling Skies. It's just it's on one of it's like it's on TNT right, and yeah. I never yeah. watched TNT, so I never even think of it.
2: <laughs> First three see, seasons on Amazon. I don't, I don't have Amazon cable, now. but yeah, I watched it all on Amazon Prime, and yeah, it's it's funny because I watched the new V when it came out because yeah, I loved I V too. when I was a kid, and they did some cool stuff, and you know it had Supergirl from Smallville on it, so like there were good reasons to watch it, but it wasn't a great show. Falling Skies is literally like the V for our generation. Exactly. They, they redid an epic sci-fi invasion show
0: it's yeah. I, I don't know if it's like that awesome I, I've it's grown on me there there are some parts of it where it could be better um, but
1: they suffer from big lulls from time to time with that yeah. show
3: they, they yeah. like to
1: put filler episodes in that, that's yeah. the problem is they they need to condense their storylines or like cut a couple episodes out of a season order and I think they'd be better off because you get a couple just you like okay nothing happened yeah awesome it's it's like what I call a walking dead episode where it's very character centric and nothing happens.
2: <laughs> a whole lot of talking heads. It's a Brian and Michael Bendis script.
4: Yeah, exactly. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. I I I've grown to like Bendis more. I have my issues with Bendis especially cuz he's super talky, but I've, over the years I've grown to like him a little bit more. <laughs> I still get I still get frustrated with him
0: though.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we've beat this topic into the ground and we've shifted <laughs> enough other ones. Who, who wants to go next with their new story? We'll just throw it out there for I, I do,
0: I do. I want right. to go, I want to go. Um, I heard this week that Marvel is thinking about, it's not a commitment, but they are thinking about doing a solo Black Widow film.
3: Woo! Um,
0: <laughs> uh, they st- stated that her role in uh, Winter Soldier and the next Avengers movie um, can actually be spun off into its own um, storyline that could actually support um, her own movie. And I'm like, it's about damn time. Marvel is bringing us a movie with a raccoon that shoots, um, you know, a gun and a talking tree. So bringing yeah. us a Black Widow movie. um would be a good step because I am in the camp of where the fuck is my Wonder Woman movie? And I'm also like, why can't we have a She-Hulk series because she's a lawyer and a superhero? That would be kind of awesome. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on Michelle's on, team. I'm on okay. Michelle's team. I, <laughs>
1: so. I honestly think She-Hulk is a possibility if this current slew of Netflix-based Marvel TV shows works.
2: Definitely. Yeah.
1: I think they're trying to. Remember, you can't
2: blame Marvel because DC can't get a goddamn Wonder Woman script done.
1: Yeah, I love that meme (laughs) that's floating around. It's the picture of the Guardians of the Galaxy, and it goes, yeah, Marvel makes a movie with a fucking raccoon in it, and DC can't even make a Wonder Woman film.
0: You know, that's my my thing. You know, like, if if Marvel can give us a Black Widow movie, it's really going to be in DC's face. It's like, what the fuck is your problem?
1: Right, and, and I don't say this disparagingly, but Black Widow is a tier two or tier three hero in the comic book world in all honesty. Wonder Woman is a tier one, one of the big three. Yeah. There's a yeah. huge disparity here.
2: Yeah. Well, and yeah. honestly, Iron Man, with, before the first movie came out, had dropped down to damn near a tier three character in Marvel.
3: Agreed. That's true. And yeah. they kind
2: of brought him back. The fact that, yeah, DC can't wrap their head around getting one of their Trinity into a film is fucking sad.
1: Oh, well, they're sort of trying by putting it <laughs> in Batman versus Superman. But yeah, I don't they have... had
2: to do
4: Superman and Batman to maybe get her her own movie. She's still, like, in a maybe spot. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Look, Sorry, I've, I've
1: said I... this before, and I've gotten in arguments on the internet with this one before. DC has to be kicking themselves for the fact that Joss Whedon came to them, like, five years ago, yep. with a script and an idea for a Wonder Woman movie, and they told him, no, we don't think we can do this. And what yeah, did he go I off mean... and do? The fucking Avengers. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> and, Cabin in and, the Woods, and then The Avengers, yeah, and he made more yeah. money that summer than any human alive. And
0: he <laughs> God, made Black Cabin Blue. in the
4: Woods.
3: Yeah, he made Black Widow.
0: He made Black Widow inter- interesting. You know, I he, agree. Took, he took yeah. some a character that was just kind of in Iron Man two, and you know, made her made her very interesting. See,
1: we, we had made this made debate a central point. We had this debate on the Gunning Geek podcast whether she was in the Avengers for anything more than eye candy, and I was the only one that said, "Oh hell yeah, she plays a role." And everyone's like, "Eye candy."
0: No. No. Yeah, the way she's no. introduced, like when she's in that chair and like, those, like she's being, you know, and then she gets that phone call and she's like, I'm in the middle of work. And it's like, okay, fine, I'll come in. And she just kicks everybody's ass. Like, I'm going to break the chair, blah, 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 blah. It's like awesome, you know?
1: Yeah, she's and, one of the most competent people in the Avengers film.
0: And she and she tricks Loki.
1: Yeah, and she does not... That's one of the key points. And she never suffers from the self-doubt that any of the other ones seem to suffer from in the movie. Of Oh, shit. I'm going to fuck up.
2: She She only does after Hulk scares the shit out of her. But it takes her about 30 seconds to get over it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I would be, too. It's like, oh, God. I've never seen this. Fuck. Okay, okay, I can handle it.
1: Yeah, so... Um, Funny comment in the chat room that I missed. It takes us back slightly to The Walking Dead, but the draftsman yeah. said, I said once again, and I will say it again, The Walking Dead is not about zombies. It is about how Atlanta and the whole state of Georgia prepare for disasters. Civilization <laughs> has not fallen in the world of The Walking Dead. Just ha- Georgia just has a really bad zombie disaster problem. <laughs> he yeah. goes, that comment pertains to how they dealt with some snow.
3: The <laughs> yeah. so zombie apocalypse
2: in Atlanta is the equivalent of one inch of snow.
4: Yeah. As Michelle's in
2: Minnesota. Like,
3: come on. <laughs>
1: oh, God. Steven has uh, replied back to our Black Widow argument. I'll do a screen share here. Here is his single reply with just a picture.
3: <laughs>
1: it is Black Widow in the cocktail dress at the beginning of the movie, for those that are listening to the podcast at a later date.
0: You I could mean... be. I'm sorry. You could be sexy and competent. and yes. And also the fact no. her outfit... In that movie, there was no boob window. You know, it was head. You know, it was like covered her body. It was very sensible. Yeah. You know, the it, it could have been. Black it it could have been like a halter top with a boob window and some sort of like thong weird thing that like Psylocke wears or something. Like <laughs> no, you could be smart and competent and stuff. So no, you,
1: not, you lost not. me a boob window. <laughs>
0: See, anyway, I'm I'm with Michelle on this.
4: Like that. <laughs> That dress is a dress you would wear on a, if you are undercover and you're going on a date with somebody. That is totally a, a, a sensible date dress.
2: Eric it in is the a ch- little black yes. dress.
1: Eric in the chat room has said one scantily clad scene does not equal whole role reduced eye candy.
2: Exactly. exactly. Yeah. The only part Black Widow doesn't make sense in the Avengers film is the turnaround scene where they're all standing there ready for combat with an intergalactic menace. But also Hawkeye doesn't make sense in that scene either. Agreed. <laughs> When they do that camera turnaround, it's an amazing shot, and it's the one—the first time you see all the Avengers together, and that was like Josh Whedon's little nerd boy squee, like, Oh, we did it! But when you talk about actual combat, those two characters shouldn't have been in that scene. They should have been hiding somewhere, helping people, because they're the... They're the Black Ops characters, which they make sense of the Avengers. They just didn't make yeah. sense in that scene.
1: They should have been the ones sneaking in and out and getting, rescuing hostages exactly. and getting people out of the city versus being on the
2: front lines. But Yeah, at the for, same time, yeah, you're not going to send Thor to go recruit the Hulk. Like, Black Widow had a purpose.
1: So yeah. Stephen brings up another point. Bear in mind, the chat room is a little behind us because we're about two minutes ahead video streaming. He goes, how about where she's working Loki and the camera is right on her ass? And he includes a picture. Oh, that's and the
2: camera work in
4: the crowd. And, I mean, that's and
1: I don't. Um, know... Well, I'll put the picture up so you guys can see for yourself. I, it's not like there. It's not like Mass Effect where they zoom right in into Vion Strahovsky's ass.
0: I mean, her back yeah, to the that's, camera. That's better because like Star Trek in the in the darkness did what I call the Miranda shot, where your, her <laughs> ass is like right there, and it's like it's like you don't even see like her head or anything. It's like her ass, and then you see the Klingons. So that whole like the whole body. <laughs> Um, the whole body behind the thing, like, and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's a little eye candy, but so is Thor. Um, so... So is Loki. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's just a (laughs) two-shot. It's 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 both characters' full torso or more.
0: That's not an eye
2: candy shot. That's just a camera shot.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not that, yeah. No, it's worse. The Star Trek in the darkness, you heard, that was, oh, that pissed me off to no No, end. No, fuck that movie. Fuck that movie. See, oh, I think they could totally fi-
2: they could have totally fixed that scene if they'd have just showed you dread stripping at the same time. Why didn't they just have both actors strip? Yeah, then everybody <laughs> would have been happy.
4: I, I, that's one of those movies that just pisses me off when I any, like like just at the mere thought of it, just because like I'm not a huge Star Trek fan, but I knew about Roddenberry's like thing where he's like, you know, this we're gonna be past all this stuff in the future, and then here's Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah.
2: We could say we're going to be past all this stuff, but the original Star Trek was just a question of how many different colored women Captain Kirk could sleep with. That was the whole point of the show. Here's the point I'm going to make when it comes to... Oh,
0: don't get me started about (laughs) Uh, No, you don't understand. Roddenberry getting Uhura to be a black woman who wasn't a slave or a maid, he fought the network. He did. To get her on there. And... (laughs) You know, the fact that, you know, there's that story where Nichelle Nichols was at a party, and she thought about quitting Star Trek, and Martin Luther King was there, and he said, you do not realize how important just your mere presence on that bridge is to us. And even Whoopi Goldberg had said, you know, look, mama, 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 here's a black woman on TV, and she's not no maid. And so, no, just just no. I will throw down. I will (laughs) go to the mattresses on this. Yeah, so... so This is
4: why Michelle and I are friends. There's
0: the Miranda shot. There's the Miranda shot. Take us back to the point.
1: This is gratuitous ass shot in a video game or a movie. You get these shots regularly in Mass Effect 2 when Shepard talks to Miranda, and you're like, this is just here to show an ass shot.
2: There you go, yeah, yeah. Where's the character's head? Where's her face? Where's her eye line? Yeah. it's None and, of that's included. That's yes, not the I, same as the Black did Widow use, shot. I
1: did use incognito mode because I don't want a search result history that pops back up when I'm searching something else that says Miranda Lawson ass shot. <laughs> 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 so I'll go back into the careful, chat room.
3: Careful, careful. There's,
1: there's some more comments in the chat room. Erica said, "Behind, besides, there's so much going on in this sequence that if all you're taking away from it is an ass, that's you, not the film.
4: Maria Hill, it. shirt underneath, jacket in Avengers, Black Widow, no shirt. That's still not, that's still. There's a difference
1: between the uniforms that are being worn between Maria Hill and Black Widow, there's, though. There's two, two very, and...
4: yeah. It's two different shirts. It's, Maria Hill has a very different role in the Avengers than Black Widow. It's a yeah, total Well, du- she's
2: standing around talking.
4: Right. It's
2: that's just her standard work outfit. Black Widow is supposedly wearing a suit that she's out running in the field in.
1: Steven is continuing, he goes getting my, quote, getting my ass kicked, might as well leave my jacket unknown to the point where it's about to fall down over my boobs, including a picture.
2: I don't
4: know. Like I, st- I get where Steven's coming from, but I think that's all on him, and that's not what the series was. I think the movie I think so. <laughs> um, Dressman, Dressman said in the chat room. I think we should stop judging women's body for being something we look at. We look. We should love all women, all size, colors, and sentient alien and humanoid species. Although I draw the line at humanoid women. <laughs> uh,
1: con- <laughs> Stevens he Goes, but it's the point of how they've dressed the character. They still aren't taking her seriously.
4: They're. But that's the thing, is that it's still 9,000 streets ahead – yes, I said streets ahead – of what it used to be.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, they're keeping the costume authentic to what it is in the comics. And they did this – so would you say the same with uh, Anne Hathaway's Catwoman in Dark Knight Rises? That the costume is (laughs) – That
2: that was a skin-tight bodysuit. Yeah, I mean –
4: That's just Catwoman. Like, I've, I've never thought of Catwoman not being in a skin-tight bodysuit.
1: I mean, it, that's the nature of those characters. So I think we're, we're hitting that line where how, it's a difference between taking a character seriously and what the character is supposed to be based off of their background.
4: I mean, and, even look in the comic book. The current comic book of Black Widow, she's in a skin-tight suit. She's always been in a black skin suit, basically, because yeah. that's so, the character. I, yeah. I don't see it being gratuitous. I see it. that's what she was designed that's that, just how
2: she was. Black Widow has routinely played the role of the femme fatale, the chick in the you know, the tiny black dress, to, you know, work through an an uh an agency mission.
3: And to she get someone's is...
2: attention, move them to where she wants them, position them correctly, and then do something. I mean that's her character does that. She uses her sexuality as a weapon.
4: Yeah, because it's Because not...
2: she's a super spy. It's...
4: Yeah, it's her, not her name f- is Black Widow. Just yeah, throwing
0: it, out. Yeah. It, it, it's not her fault that some guys are like, oh, look at the boobies. Oh. She just uses that to her advantage, you know? Exactly. It,
4: her name is Black Widow. Yep. It is, you know, she knows exactly that. She knows she's hot. She also knows she's smart. Smarter than all the guys that, that keep, you know, getting in her way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she... You know.
1: And I, I think that we're at a point where people's opinions are kind of made up on this topic. It's an interesting discussion, but we're gonna start going round and round on the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll close it on one well. I'll say a couple we can say a couple more things so the chat room is still going. but let's go like two more minutes. and uh, Jay has said it's the eye candy quote shots that excuse me, it's the quote eye candy shots not just to draw the bigger bucks at the box office. Outfits like that always bring in more guys and more viewings.
4: Well, and ladies, you gotta you yeah. gotta give it to the ladies. I mean, yep. we I'm sure know the ladies like,
1: like uh, I'm sure the ladies like Chris Hemsworth's costume at times. Well,
4: there's also the ladies that like Black Widow. That's I'm true just too. Saying, yep. She's hot. We appreciate hot. It's not that we don't appreciate hot.
1: <laughs> uh, Draftsman has said Michelle just did a spot on impersonation of all straight males ever. <laughs> 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 and uh, Jay has said uh, in reference to the eye candy shots, he goes, "I think it's a trap. Most directors fall into." <laughs> <laughs> and then Stephen, he's on. He's gonna wrap up his discussion, so we'll wrap up ours. He goes, "God damn it, I gotta get my son." Uh, but she was barely a step above Hawkeye in that movie. Ha ha.
2: Uh, I'd say she was way above Hawkeye because they couldn't yeah. figure out what to do with him, so they made him a bad guy for the damn whole film. Basically,
4: <laughs> like Hawkeye. Like, don't get me wrong. I he's he's good eye candy. Jeremy Renner is a very nice looking man, but. He really didn't do much in that movie. <laughs>
1: no. I don't know. Have you seen American Hustle? Because his hairstyle in that—it was all I could do not to laugh every time he came on screen. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't
2: uh, I seen don't know. that, so but he... I saw him in that New movie, and he was really good in that.
1: Yeah,
4: he—he um, so he was, was still on... a
1: good actor in American Hustle. It's just the hair was so ridiculous, I couldn't help but laugh.
4: He—he um, he was on. He did a guest spot on. Uh, I think it was David Letterman, or was it maybe it was Jimmy Fallon? I don't remember, but. Uh, it was he. He sang, and that pretty much just like made me swoon really hard for him because he is a fantastic singer.
0: Oh, when he did that Billy Joe
4: song. Yeah, it was Naki. amazing.
1: Naki, have you seen uh, the video that's out there of Robert Downey Jr. singing with Bon Jovi?
0: God, yes. <laughs> I saw the one with. I saw the one with Sting.
1: That's it. That's Sting. It was Sting. My bad. I misspoke.
0: I, I just um. remember him singing, and
4: I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so let's wrap I have up his this album. I have Robert John, Downey Jr.'s album. I'm not even gonna lie to you guys.
1: Eric has given us the <laughs> best quote to wrap up this Black Widow and Avengers argument over uh, the gratuitous eye candy shots. He goes, "The real problem was the Hulk. Dude needs to cover up. Barely wore anything in all his scenes."
3: Exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love Eric. <laughs> but purple it, pants make you angry.
1: There, there is a worse instance of eye candy or just gratuitous nudity, and that's called Watchmen. All I'm gonna say is big floppy blue dong. That's all you gotta <laughs> know, guys.
4: There was there was big floppy blue dong. There was there was um some owl man ass. There was yeah. was a lot of There was yeah. There was a lot of yeah. Okay, there, was there was naked Spectre.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> Colin Ackerman. Hell yeah.
4: tell me how you really feel Anthony
2: (laughs) I've watched that scene a couple of times
4: hand check
0: (laughs) 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 please note that we all did the hand check
1: (laughs) so let's move on to the next uh, News of the Week story which is going to be our next jumping off point for randomness how about Um, you go next Naki
4: Okay, uh, I I chose, be, uh, sticking with the Marvel news, or the, I, I don't know, which news was I going? Was I doing Marvel, Fantastic or was I doing Four. the other
0: one? Okay. Fantastic
4: Four. Alright, let's talk Fantastic Four. Yeah, you do one, uh, I'll do the other one. Alright, uh, Fantastic Four has announced that they are uh, rebooting with a, a, a different cast. Um, this cast doesn't bother me in the least bit. I've heard a lot of people having problems with it. I have the only thing that I have a problem with it, and I'll mention it in a second. But we have uh, Michael B. Jordan as yeah. our, um, um, Wow. Why? Why can't I think of his name? Human
0: Torch. Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm.
4: Human Johnny Storm. Thank you. Our Human Torch. We have Kate Mara as Sue Storm. Um, Jamie Bell uh, as uh, Yeah. Ben Grimm. Thank you, as Ben Grimm, and Miles Teller as uh, Reed Richards. Um, my, my problem isn't with, you know, casting or anything like that, uh, with Michael B. Jordan and Kate Mara. Uh, my problem is the fact that they're supposed to be brother and sister. Well, I mean, they, could, granted, they could
1: change it up. Well, yeah. They could be adopted. They've already talked about like that,
2: that, yeah. Yeah,
4: adopted.
2: Foster mix. brother, adopted brother, stepbrother, whatever. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, that was that, that was the only thing that I kinda thought of. But um but then I also have the problem with uh shit, I just closed the window. Um
2: the guy I, see, I have a playing, problem with the other two guys. Me too. Yeah,
4: but uh Jamie Bell is Ben Grimm. That yeah. that was the one that yeah, really worried me. Five, a, yeah, Miles he's a Teller little... who's
2: playing Reed Richards is six foot. How I mean, is Reed Richards guy. the more physically imposing of the two characters?
4: Yeah, uh Be- Jamie Bell is a little guy. I don't find him intimidating, and the thing is intimidating. Unless we were doing, like, FF, which this would totally make sense then. If you guys well, don't I know mean, what FF is. They're all, foundation. like, 20
2: years old. They're going to be doing freaking the Ultimate Fantastic Four is what they're going to do.
1: Which, That's that has me intrigued, because that means we can get evil Reed Richards at some point.
2: True. It's yeah. possible. I just love the video. Has everybody seen the little TMZ video of when they asked, when they talked to Michael Jordan oh, or uh, yes. Michael B. Jordan about it? <laughs> I've got it pulled up because I love it so much. The TMZ guy caught him going into a restaurant and said, congratulations on the human torch role, man. Jordan said, appreciate it, man. And then they said, what do you have to say to people who are purists who say you're not white enough, but you're still playing the human torch? And his answer was, they're still going to see it anyways.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's like, a fantastic he didn't take answer. the bait.
2: He's not picking a fight. He's like, "You know what? They're going to see the movie anyways."
3: You know, he's like, um, "I got
2: a role. I'm going to go play the character the best I can, and they're going to yep. go see it anyways."
0: You know what what upsets I me? I love it. What upsets me is that nobody had this reaction when they cast Jessica Alba, who, you know, is not exactly white, white as Sue Storm in that one, you know. Cuz she's or- hot. Yeah, she she's, got.
2: Yeah, she's unbelievably penis. hot, and she's she's enough of a mutt that nobody can really tell what she is.
0: It,
4: it's just like my reaction wasn't because he's black. My reaction was, how are they going to pull them off as siblings? But then I thought about it, and I'm like, I'm from a mixed race family. I, like, I like, why am I even having yeah. these thoughts? I'm from a mixed yeah. race family. My family and I do not look like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah. just it's funny because I saw an article that talked about it, and they said that it's. There, there shouldn't be any problem with casting where they're changing races of the character, unless it's an integral part of the character. Like, you know, possibly the next, uh, the, the talk when they talked about possible casting for the Black Panther movie. And I think that's bullshit. If you tell me Michael B. Jordan's the best actor for the Human Torch, then I say that if John Leguizamo gives the best audition, he should be Black Panther. It's one. Don't of tell those... me it works one way and not the other way. Uh, if they're gonna say yeah. it's the best actor for any role, then tell me it's the best actor for any fucking role.
4: I agree with you. Yeah. I completely agree with well, you. The, and
1: th- this isn't unheard of, this taking someone who's of a different race than the source material and doing it, because they did it with uh, Michael Clark Duncan as the kingpin in the Daredevil film, and he was fucking fantastic. as oh, Kingpin. God, but also,
2: was. you physically don't have any... There's no white guys that look like kingpin That's true. Michael too. Clark Duncan looks like the fucking kingpin. Well, look. Plus he it's Michael Clark. Like
4: it's Michael Clark Duncan. Like come on.
2: Yeah. Like come on. He was physically built to look like Wilson Fisk. There's no white actor that physically can fill that role.
1: I'd like to think we're getting away from that point where someone's make, "Oh, you don't look like this character you're supposed to be. You can't do it." Because Nowadays, you take the source material, and you're not going to have 100 percent accurate to what you see in the comic books and things like that. Nowadays, because there's always going to be something different with the movies, they're going to change things up a little bit. So maybe well, it's that... a sign that people are starting to get a little older that, or more mature on this, that less people are morally outraged. Note the air quotes there when it comes to a black man being the Human Torch and
2: things like that. It's
4: ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. and, and I mean this in be the done nicest done for a way. Good
2: reason and because it's a good actor. It's when they do it for no fucking reason at all. That's when it makes me mad.
4: Well, yeah. that 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 then I, I and I imposed this question on you is is that is that the reaction you had with Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman?
1: Gal Gadot, I think she needs to hit the gym, and she'd probably be all right with the role. But right now, she does not yeah. look like the Wonder Woman, and not the gratuitous TNA, but look at like the Jim Lee one, like the Amazonian type warrior. She does not look very Amazonian to me.
2: Yeah, but what if she's complaint. just the best part of the role? She like, she's uh, Well, just... I've seen all the fant- uh, all the Fast and Furious movies, and I like her as an actress, and she can do great action scenes. So I had no problem with that. I literally, just what Chris was saying, I want to see her in the gym for four months just to put on some biceps. I don't care how big her tits and her ass are, yeah. but she needs to have arms that make me believe she can swing a sword, and right now she doesn't. And that's why they said she's been in the gym basically since casting news. But the she fact actually posted that she's Israeli, a picture on Twitter. Like, I don't care about any of that stuff. She's a gorgeous woman. And yeah. she's a pretty good actress from what I've seen and being ex-Israeli military, I assume she can actually handle combat scenes fairly fucking well. So yes, I'm, exactly. I'm stoked to see her as Wonder Woman. I just I want to see a little more muscle mass on her arms simply so that she's more believable as that type of physical character in a fight.
1: That was my yeah. uh, you said exactly what I was thinking Anthony. Okay. You
4: know. No, I was just curious. Um but it's it's one of those like I'm still surprised at how many people get so many, quote-unquote, so much moral outrage over the fact that we changed the race of some character. And yeah. it's just, it's I just amazing want it to be done to me. for
2: a reason, or if it was like a great actor. Because like my argument was when they were talking about Donald Glover doing Spider-Man. I'm sorry, Peter Parker's white. Now, if you want Donald Glover to be Miles Morales, Ultimate Spider-Man, that makes sense. There are other characters that have been Spider-Man that aren't Peter Parker. But, but Miles but, Morales you know, I
4: mean, was... Oh, no, Miles was around when, when they... Were doing yeah, it. that yeah. character
2: already existed. That was If you realize those... that Donald Glover could play Miles Morales, who is, yeah, black and Spanish. Yes. He physically even looks like the character. I'm just saying, if you're going to cast a character that's not a white actor in a role of a, you know, standardly white character, make it for a reason and not just stunt casting.
1: Yeah, exactly. Not just if we're going to try
2: to get some publicity if off If of it this.
1: smacks of stunt casting, the cynic in me comes out, and I'm like, okay, why?
2: Yeah.
4: But Donald Glover could make a fantastic Peter Parker.
2: He might. I just don't see a reason to make Peter Parker not white.
4: But I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you th- and and don't get me wrong, I actually enjoyed the uh, Andrew Garfield uh, Spider-Man, despite the fact that they keep taking his mask off and they fucked up some things in the series. Yeah, it's
3: just one of those. I
4: enjoyed him because Parker. he has <laughs> he has those quips and he's got that down. But I think Donald Glover could do it too. I think he could be that quippy. He could be that way, the way that Peter Parker is. He could embody Peter Parker. I think
2: he could. I think the problem is then if you make Donald Glover Peter Parker, play him as a black character in a black family, and you change all the other roles in the family to a black Aunt May and a black Uncle Ben, it's going to change the dynamic of that family because other racist stereotype shit's going to sneak into that script, and you can't have a black Uncle Ben.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's
0: okay. That's yeah. that's generally yeah. a bad idea. <laughs> and you know what, Donald Donald Glover was like, you know, he appreciated people like being being, you know, Spider Man, and he understood like, you know, Peter Parker. He got upset when somebody said that a black kid just couldn't be someone like Peter Parker, couldn't be a smart college kid who was a photographer type yeah, of thing. See, that, that's, that's, what he get...
2: that's a ridiculous argument. Yeah. yeah. That
0: that's what he actually got upset that. Like like just like the idea that a black guy can't be in college and be a photographer and stuff. Like that's just ridiculous. Like, you know, that's yeah. I think, you know, the point. Yeah. Don't disagree. I'm... I don't well.
4: disagree at all. Like I would get, I I get upset at that. Thought
1: <laughs> Draftsman like, in the chat room has said, "Wait, we can't have a black Uncle Ben. That would be copyright infringement." <laughs> <laughs> they get sued. They'd get sued. <laughs> uh, Going back in the chat room, we got a couple comments we've missed. Uh, Draftsman also said he's all for a dark, complicated Johnny Storm, but he would absolutely love to see Rashida Jones play Su- Sue Storm.
4: Okay,
2: yeah, I would I'd see I'd money to see Rosita re- Jones play anything. and then, uh, She's gorgeous. <laughs> Mike has also
1: said he's all for Black Johnny Storm. And Jay brought up a point that I had missed right before we changed topics, but I do want to bring up. He goes, while we spoke about the Avengers movie, they're going to lose their most money at the box office because Frozen is at $980 million in box office and hasn't even opened in Japan yet.
4: Hold you have no. you seen Frozen yet? I have to I have tell not. you guys, I love Frozen. Um, and I'm a huge Disney fan. Um... But I think Frozen finally like took Disney and raised it up a little bit because it wasn't Disney. Does that make sense? Like, I mean, you have like Brave, and Brave was great. Um, Brave was great. Um, I loved Brave. It had good points to it. It it was very much family oriented, and that made me happy. Frozen um, introduces, and it's only for a brief second, but you got your first gay character in a Disney movie. You have. It's all about the sisterhood. They introduce the fact. That you can't marry somebody you just met, you know. They finally kind of modernized it. They modernized Disney a little bit, and that's uh, so, wonderful. So, yeah, that doesn't
2: sound like a Disney princess film at all.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I hadn't heard any like, of that I stuff. Mean, There's a gay character in the film. That's awesome. There, there is, and it's only it's only like a really brief thing um, that but you. But still, you for don't,
2: Disney, that's a huge step.
4: It's <laughs> a huge step for Disney. And I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm in full support of this. Because I, I get it that a lot of people, I know people who don't like Frozen because they're just like, it's basic, it's, it's easy. You know, and it is. But it's something that Disney's never done. And but that's just the thing
1: this that... says kids' movies and stuff have to be or movies geared towards kids. Let me rephrase. It's not designed just for kids, but that's the target. Has to be complicated and super weird or th- things like that. Some of the movies I love as a kid weren't that complicated. Brave Little Toaster, not complicated. Land before time, not complicated.
4: Right. Exactly. No. I think uh, Robin because... Hood
2: with the Foxes wasn't very complicated. I like that. But it's that a
4: one. wonderful movie. Awesome I love movie. that
2: movie. <laughs> Still <laughs> my favorite Still Oh my favorite.
4: god. Udalali awesome. oodalali golly, what it is.
2: <laughs> just watched it well, a couple of weeks ago. I love that movie.
4: It's on all the time in my playroom. I love it.
1: All right, well, I'll go pull us back on topic because I looked at the clock and we've got about fifteen to twenty minutes left on the show. So let's let's bounce over to Anthony for his news piece because we should probably talk about this one.
2: <laughs> uh, so my news piece is basically just that the Guardians of the Galaxy is going to take the world by storm.
3: The trailer really came is. out.
2: Fucking Uga Chaka Uga Chaka. It's goddamn awesome. And I am so excited to see this film. We found out that two people here have a problem with the trailer. My problem is I that did? Naki no. and I did.
1: Okay, I was like, I don't
2: <laughs> My problem is that they have two members of what apparently looks like it's gonna be the Nova Corps. They're wearing like weird combat suits instead of rocking, you know, black spandex, which is understandable. It's hard to do the black spandex outfits, but they don't have bucket helmets on their heads and they apparently look like a couple of douchebags. And so that kind of makes me angry as a huge Richard Ryder fan who was very happy during like annihilation and everything. Abbott Lanning made the Nova Corps as cool as it should be where they actually brought like the Nova Corps up to the level of being like the green lantern Corps is in DC. The Novas became like the, the police of the universe and so I love those characters, and the fact that apparently, like, they're just kind of douchebag cops in the preview kind of made me mad. But well, everything they showed about the ga- the Guardians was fucking awesome.
1: Let me bring up a point on the Nova Corps, in all fairness. We've seen them in one scene, and they're going to play a role, because we already know, like, Glenn Close yeah. has been cast as the head of the Nova Corps and things like that. So yeah, and, well, we'll, and they we'll see more the of the Guardians them. were change. caught
2: on the planet Xandar, which is the home world of the Nova Corps. Yes. So yeah, we're gonna see Novas. I'm just I'm just hoping that they're not all douchebags. I would really love for there to be like just a tiny guest spot. Some dude goes flying by and goes, Well, there's Richard Ryder.
3: Like, I sure want just a like little that.
2: fucking mention of the real Marvel Universe Nova. Sam Alexander, the new one, the book is great, the comic's awesome. But yeah, Nova is Richard Ryder. Well,
1: well, let's put it this way. James Gunn has made it clear that he is in love with the movie that he's making, and plus he's been able to pay homage to things he likes. I mean, hell, the last, the first thirty seconds of the movie are an in homage to Indiana Jones. And I read an interview with him. He's like, "I'm just so excited I got to do that."
2: <laughs> yeah. Anybody that hasn't read that interview, James Gunn breaks down the entire trailer. Go read it. It's an amazingly well done interview, and it's a just a damn fine article.
1: You can and tell. Yeah, I looked it
2: up, Naki. It is Peter Serafinowitz. That's okay. the roommate from Shaun of the Dead. He's the Nova in the background that says, what a bunch of a-holes. Okay. Which was,
1: ad, which was a line that they sort of made up on the fly and then decided to stick with it. It says in that interview at one point, and the yeah. actor didn't want to say it at first. He's like, well, just do it. It might be funny.
2: It, it's... They refer to themselves as the Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm trying to remember again, yeah, because John C. Reilly is listed as Roman Day. I'm trying to remember if that's the guy that died and gave Richard Rider his power but I'm not sure. It's been a while since I read the 70s Nova.
4: Yeah, yeah I don't remember. Been like forever. I was gonna. I was gonna do my research before the movie comes out. It comes out the day before my birthday, guys. Woo! Uh, nice. <laughs> There's
1: here's a birthday the, present. Here's the exact quote in the in the interview they do. Uh, he goes, "The bunch of a-hole lines is still in the trailer, which I love. That was an ad lib I threw to Peter on the day we were shooting. He wasn't sure he wanted to say it, as it's not something British people say, but it works perfectly in the trailer.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Because, yeah, yeah, it does come across as a great, funny line. Especially after they've added in the new part where they talk about uh, but Peter Quill, also known as Star-Lord. He's like, who calls him that? He does.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: so they add that, and then you add that on top of they call themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy. Getting yeah. those yeah. two together is fucking ridiculous.
1: And I really enjoyed Chris Pratt in the Star-Lord role. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it or not, but he was entertaining. He's smart
0: yeah. He's got a good smart Alec thing going for him. I really enjoyed all of the um parks and rec redos, like Who Are You? Burt Macklin yeah. FBI and Burt somebody Macle actually FBI. And somebody actually I took the it. trailer and did the Parks and Rec music, you know, da you know. So that was funny. <laughs>
2: Uh, I just checked the Marvel wiki. Roman Day is the guy who fled Xandar after the Xandar and the Nova Corps were basically destroyed by Warlord Zor and went to Earth and shot a power beam down to Earth that hit a kid in a malt shop, because this was a comic in the 70s, and transferred him all the power of Nova Prime, and that was Richard Rider. So Roman Day is the guy who creates Richard Rider. That's who, um, I wanted to say Colin Farrell, and that's not right. John John C. 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 Riley is playing. I don't know why my brain went to Colin Farrell. What yeah, the hell? Idea. A lot of
1: people are complaining in, in this trailer, oh, we didn't get enough uh, Rocket, Raccoon, and Groot, and Rocket didn't talk. Well, in the interview, you also find out that those are some of the only shots they have finished digitally of Rocket yeah. and uh, Groot. They haven't finished yeah, you're all talking, special yeah, the special effects The
2: CGI work. characters where, yeah, there's, it's, every scene they're in is just millions of pixels. That's yes. a lot of work those guys got to finish.
1: And, and for those that are upset they didn't get to hear Rocket's voice, they have been putting out little featurettes, 30-second featurettes, on yeah. YouTube, officially by Marvel, that has a little bit of an interview with the people playing their character and some more scenes with them. And in that scene, you actually get a Rocket Raccoon scene in the prison where he's talking with Bradley Cooper's voice. So you can get your first taste of Bradley Cooper's rocket if you check out that little vignette.
2: Yeah, and all this is before they even... Sh- we haven't seen Glenn Close yet as Commander Rail, yep. the leader of the Nova Corps. We also still haven't seen Michael Rooker as Yondo. And we haven't so, seen Lee
1: Pace as the Accuser. Yeah,
2: or Lee Pace as the Accuser. So, like, there's still major actors with major characters that are going to be popping up in this film.
1: This trailer was brilliant because what it did is it literally introduced you to all these characters that nobody's ever heard of. That's what this trailer was. They spent a minute yeah. and a half introducing the For the, the general characters. public,
2: yeah, it's yeah. perfect.
1: It's, it's perfect for most people. I mean, hell, I, I'm a comic book fan, and I just got into Guardians of the Galaxy like six months ago and started reading it.
4: So Just I'm in the past, the like, two months.
2: <laughs> That's kind of the bad thing. I almost it, it makes me kind of mad that this isn't the Guardians of the Galaxy that I grew up with. That's my problem. Yeah. This well, isn't the, the alternate universe Vance Astrovik, known as Major Victory, the guy from the 41st century that has Captain America's shield and leaves a, spa- uh, a group of space rebels. Because that was the original Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, and we're none of them on this period. team. Yeah, yeah that, those motherfuckers the, were crazy.
1: I was talking with this one guy, I think it was on Twitter, He's like, oh, this is a property from the 60s, This is Marvel's not taking much of your was like, dude, this Guardians of the Galaxy was created
4: in 2008.
2: Yeah, this is the <laughs> brand new team. This, this is Marvel. Is Annihilation
4: Conquest, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah,
2: exactly, yeah, this is the team that came out of Annihilation. Yeah, the original a- team was way different back in the day.
1: Now, here's the question I want to pose to you guys. If Marvel can pull this off, what do they do next? Because they basically proved they could do just about any one of their books as a movie.
4: Um, new I... Warriors! New Warriors! What a New <laughs> Warriors movie! New Warriors! Uh, um, I'm with Anthony on New Warriors. Um, on top of that, I, uh, there is a series that Marvel did. Oh, God. Now I can't think of the name of it.
2: Well, Runaways. Why you... well, okay. can't Runaways. Runaways? I fucking love yeah. Runaways. If Ryan came on, they could do that as a great one.
1: If they can pull off this crazy sci-fi fantasy epic that's very Star Wars inspired, I want to see them do like the magic and go Doctor Strange next.
2: Well, they were saying Doctor uh, Strange yeah. is in the yeah. rumors. Yeah, that's been... lots of rumors. Yeah, yep. that they're talking about different actors.
1: Yeah, the, the last yep. rumor I'd seen on the actors, they want Mads Mikkelsen to play uh, Doctor Strange, who's Hannibal in the Hannibal TV show.
2: Dude, oh, he would be awesome.
1: Dude, he's creepy as fuck.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he is super creepy, and I would buy him as a piss-off surgeon with crushed hands. Like, yeah. That's the thing. Everybody has to, Whatever character it is, they have to be able to play off that like egotistical asshole at the start of the film. And you have to be able to believe that it's someone who lost everything yep. and then worked towards a very different goal. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people that they've talked about casting as Doctor Strange I think would make good Doctor Stranges, but I don't think they would make good Steven, Doctor Stephen Strange the surgeon, who was a total dick.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Very um, much Ma- so. Mike in the chat room says in humans and
1: that's a good idea, but here's the question I have with Inhumans: Is Inhumans that considered Fantastic cool. Four, because they're so tied in with the Fantastic Four background? Does Fox own the rights to those?
2: Um, I doubt that was part of the contract. It's possible, but it's, high, it's highly unlikely.
4: Okay, here's a question then: If we, if they, if they pull off Guardians of the Galaxy, and everything like that, are we going to see Secret War? Are we going to see the Skrulls?
1: <sighs> You've already no, seen the Skrulls. We'll it's never called see the Secret War. You've already seen the scrolls as much. much. You won't be able to see the scrolls in the Marvel U other than when they're called Chitari, which is the ultimate version, because these scrolls are a Fantastic
2: Four thing. Yeah, okay. That is true. true, Fox owns the rights. Yeah, Super Scroll, I'm pretty sure, was definitely part of the Fantastic Four deal.
1: So that's why they use the Chitari in Avengers, which is basically the ultimate version of the scroll.
2: Right, okay. Uh,
3: See, I
4: I was trying to think that through. I'm like. Well, if we get Guardians, we could definitely see Secret War happen.
1: Secret Invasion is what you're talking about. Or Secret Invasion. Secret War War, is a different thing. (laughs)
4: Secret
1: Um, War is a 12 issue uh, toy commercial.
4: Yeah, basically. Hell yeah. Uh, (laughs)
1: uh,
4: But yeah, it was it was one of those things because like I really like I really don't want Marvel movies to do what the Marvel comic books do and like crossover millions of times and you have to see like 9,000 different things like I really don't want that to happen see I don't think you need to worry
1: there because they're making a point of trying to make their only crossovers really be the Avengers films and give everyone their own sustained stories with some minor tie-ins of course but
0: yeah yeah
1: I don't know Um, I think if I think if you do all those crossovers you wear your audience out way too quickly
0: yeah. yeah, that's
4: my problem with it. Um, but can I just um, commenting on the on the actual trailer itself, the Uga Chaka, the Hooked on a Feeling song? That was perfect.
2: Yes,
3: yes. Yeah.
4: perfect.
2: I've, I've heard people say that they don't like that. There's some old song, and yeah, when James Gunn talked about like that that Walkman. Is the one thing that Quill has from Earth that's like his one remaining link to you know half of his heritage. I love the idea that he's traveling across the fucking universe and he's got this old ass Sony Walkman with one tape.
1: That's yeah, with amazing. On a feeling,
2: yeah, yeah was hooked on a feeling on loop, and, and I realized I pe- love it.
1: There's people bitching about that song. The simple fact of the it seems to have resonated with people because I don't remember where I saw the article, but it was like a couple days after Guardians came out. They talked about how there was a huge sales spike of that song on iTunes and on the Amazon MP3 store because everyone <laughs> was buying
4: it. It is just nice. one of those songs that, like, everybody knows. It gets stuck you know? in your head. And it's so easy to get stuck in your head. And it's, it's, it's actually, like, the perfect thing to make me think of Peter Quill because it, it's, it's one of those things, like, he doesn't want to listen to music of our time because, I'm sorry, but music currently sucks balls.
2: <laughs> that, and the way they cut the sound effects to where the, the first thump-thump of the song leads into just a string of 30 of them, while yep. the action's going nuts, that was amazing sound editing.
4: It, it was. It was great. Like I think it was perfect. I think it was a perfect song choice. I think
1: I'm putting it mildly when I say that the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer did what it needed to do, and it got a lot of people interested. A yes, lot of people who probably going, "What the fuck are the Guardians of the Galaxy? Why do I care?"
0: Yeah, right. that's that's
4: me included. It it it. I wasn't like like I've said. I like I had no hopes for Guardians of the Galaxy because. I didn't know what Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. was. I only just recently started reading it, and I'm a comic book fan of 22 years. like Since I was six years old, I've been reading comic books.
1: This this movie <laughs> is my experiment to be like the rest of people out there. I don't mean this to sound disparaging at all, but I've read a lot of comics, and I like comics, things like that. So this is my one opportunity where it's basically going to be, I'm like the regular fan out there. I don't know dick about these guys, really. Why do Pull me in. And explain to me why I want to see this movie.
4: And the trailer made me go... <laughs> Okay, I'm intrigued. I want to see where this goes. Right, it's great. It was a great idea. It's a great idea to pull. It was a, to to pull that audience, like a lot of people who have no idea who the fuck Guardians are. And like I said, twenty two years of reading comics, I never once read a comic book of Guardians of the Galaxy until like two months ago.
1: Well, to be so. fair, they didn't exist in this incarnation until two thousand eight either.
2: Yeah, but it's still. a brand new team. Well, I
4: mean, I still read books from like the
2: '60s and whatever, but I mean, I
4: never yeah, read a
1: single but, Guardians book. But your Guardians from back then have nothing to do with the Guardians from now.
4: Also true.
2: I have to yeah. say though, I'm a I'm a little unhappy because I'm I was searching Marvel's website and it's almost impossible to find anything of the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Everything that pops up Guardians right now is the new team.
4: Well, yeah, That's, I mean they're gonna, gonna they're gonna push mad. that stuff forward and <laughs> pull the '60s stuff back.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But still, they should have. They should have the reference to the old team.
4: Maybe they'll put yeah, man. They might throw Vance it
2: in the movie, you know. Them. Yeah, well, I'm I can sure see James a, a shout out to him.
1: Yeah, James Gunn's going to put some little hints into other things in there, and I'm sure this is going to hint at other things that Marvel wants to do with their cosmic books, for lack of a better term.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I just hope that. they don't there put Iron comes... Man in space. Oh, they can't they can, they just don't. don't put him in that damn suit because. <laughs> God, the suit in the Guardians of the Galaxy comic that he wears—it looks like Tony got drunk again while he was designing that suit.
3: Well, let's be a honest, drunk
2: dumbass made that faceplate. It looks funky.
1: Let's be honest, we know they can't because they only have Robert Downey Jr. under contract for two more Avengers films
2: after this one. That's true. So, That's true. no, including
1: this one is two. So,
2: yeah, with doing, yeah, with if they get away with Guardians of the Galaxy and make bank, and Marvel realizes they can do anything, we need to get a Nova series. Could Show me cool. the damn Marvel Space Cop. That'd be they another could good TV That show. what DC couldn't do with Green Lantern, which was make it cool.
4: In yeah. the in the chat room, Jay doesn't know the "Hooked on a Feeling" song. Who is that by? I can't think of the name.
1: This is a remake, not a remake. This is a cover that they put in the trailer. I think.
4: Yeah, is
1: it? I thought so.
4: I don't. I don't know if it is.
1: Let's see. Everyone's googling right uh, now.
4: I can't google yeah. at the moment.
2: Well, there's a version by David Hasselhoff. Oh, uh, no. Originally one. 1974
1: Blue Suede. Yep, I just got it myself. Yep. Sales of Blue Suede's Hooked on a Feeling I've Gone Through the Roof. This is Billboard's article that I was talking about. There we go. The song sold more than 2,000 downloads on Wednesday up about 700% in daily sales after the uh, two and a half minute trailer.
4: Jay, if you want to know something from like forever ago, um, there was a, I think it was from Allie McBeal, the Uga Chaka Baby yep. that, that was a dancing baby to that song.
1: As yep. well. Uh, the song's best digital week came in two thousand eight when it sold one thousand downloads prior to this. So two thousand and one day based off a trailer. That's just in one day.
2: Yeah, that's uh, see, now I got a thing saying, yeah, uh, hooked on a feeling a nineteen sixty nine pop song written by Mark James, originally performed by BJ Thomas. Yeah. So that might have been the first one.
1: Yep, yeah, that's okay. the first one.
2: Okay, yeah, it's, yeah. It's one of those ones where there's a bunch of remakes where people have redone the song over the years. Yeah. yeah I was trying to find the original.
4: Well, looking at the
1: time, I love it. <laughs> we should start wrapping up then, we'll do that in our, our traditional fashions, what we call what I'm into, it's our opportunity to share with you what we're gaming, playing, reading, watching, all that stuff, basically to try and be like, hey, you should do this too. Do it with us. I'll kick it to Naki first.
4: Um, okay. Okay. This week, I read book three of the Dresden Files, and I'm now in book four. Um, I'm actually reading them now and not just doing the audiobooks because James Marsters talks slower than I can read. So I read faster. But it's Spike. Um, I know, it's Spike. And I'll go back and listen because he is amazing at it. But right now, I just want to read the story. (laughs) So um, I'm reading that um, I am playing Super Mario Bros. 2 on my DS um mostly focusing on the coin rush more so than the actual plot line just because the coin rush is fun um we're watching we're finishing up fairy tale uh, an anime on Netflix today i think um and then we're i started soul leader but i'm not getting into it i like the idea but i'm not it's i don't like the voices it really bothers me um other than that uh i work a lot yeah Well, I'll go next, and then we'll let the guests wrap
1: up with uh, what they've been getting into. Myself, I've been sick a lot of this week, so I've been watching a bunch of crap on my DVR and getting caught up on things. And I've also been watching white-collar reruns while I cook dinner in the evenings just because I missed about a season and a half of the show, so I'm getting caught up there. And then I've been playing the crap out of Assassin's Creed 4 on my Xbox One. (laughs) Expo. Yeah, I I made the jump. Sorry, guys. But uh, Assassin's Creed 4, really fun game. I recommend it because you can get on any of the consoles right now unless you have a Wii unless you're a Wii owner I think or a Wii U owner I'm not taking a shot I just don't think the game's out there yeah but uh, really fun game and then uh, what was it there's something else I was going to do this week and I completely forgot oh I'm gonna I already slated that I'm buying some shoes in 2015 because uh, Nike has confirmed that they're making the power lace shoes from back to the future in 2015 so I'm going to find them then and buy them <laughs> 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 and I will wear the shit out of those <laughs> <laughs> how about yourself, Michelle? What are you been getting into? Um,
0: well, I've had computer problems. So the past two weeks, I've been a bit flummoxed and such. So it's been, um, you know, fortunately I have a friend who knows how to rebuild. And I basically got a new computer now. Um, that was unexpected. I hate when um, that happens. So, um, but I've been also watching the Olympics, you know. Um, that's that's kind of always, USA. Yeah, USA. that's always kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I'm watching, you know, like, what's out there. I'm, I hope Almost Human doesn't get canceled because I actually kind of like that show. Um, but I plan on, you know, reading more um, reading more Walking Dead because, like I said, you know, the Kindle versions of those trades are relatively cheap. And I'm trying to um, start the second season of House of Cards.
1: I need to start the first season of House of Cards. Yeah, I've just heard
0: amazing things. <sighs> I have
4: not yet started I already got it spoiled
1: all. on season two because I was reading a countdown of the best character deaths and then they put one from House of Cards season two there, and then I went, oh, where's the
4: oh,
2: spoiler oh, warning, you assholes? Yeah, first episode of season two starts off with a fucking bang. Yeah.
0: It's like, where did that come from?
1: Yeah, so I already know who dies in the first episode even though I've never <laughs> seen the series. And I was like, what the shit? And I got really pissed. <laughs> I'll kick it to you, Anthony. What are you getting into? What are you getting into? Uh,
2: well, I actually burned through all of House of Cards on a Saturday, Sunday, right after Damn. they put it up on Netflix. So, yeah, that was amazing. I'm prepped for Monday for the last eight episodes of Breaking Bad, which will be yeah. showing up on Netflix, so I can finally finish that, and I can quit avoiding anything with the word Breaking or Bad anywhere on the Internet. Because, yeah, that's been a challenge. I yeah, never. that and... Watching a bunch of films, i still got this one to go today.
3: Is that Malrise? Machete
2: Kills. I
1: couldn't couldn't read it.
2: Machete Kills is awesome. It's awesome. Went and rented just a a grip of rentals on Friday night, and I watched uh, The Curse of Chucky, which wasn't bad. Watched Elysium, Mm -hmm. which was eh. I can see why people were kind of disappointed in it. It seemed like it could have been like a 45-minute Outer Limits episode. It wasn't really a movie. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it looked cool, and there were some great ideas in it, but, yeah, they just kind of drug it out. See, but, yeah. yeah, um, I yeah, watched Lone Ranger. We rented that just to finally see it. It wasn't that bad. It definitely wasn't great. If I'd have paid twelve bucks at the theater to see it, I would have been pissed. But it was worth, you know, <laughs> a rental to watch at home. So, yeah, watching a bunch Is of movies, color and geek, getting ready for—I don't know about that. Yeah, doing all that, and then I'm just—I'm uh, getting ready for Lexington. Less than a month away, I get to go That's exhibit exciting. for my first con. So Woo! I got one Yay! print done. I got a stack of a hundred of them here that I still need to sign a number. And then I'm trying to finish a second one. And actually, I think I just got an email about possibly coloring another one. So Ooh. I might have more prints at Lexington than just the one. Yeah. March 14, 15, and 16, get your asses to Kentucky, people. Lexington Comic and Toy Convention.
1: I might see how long a drive that is.
2: It's not that far. All those states over there are fucking tiny. They're the size of our cities over here.
1: <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of mountains. So uh, there's you a lot of up and mountains.
2: down. You don't have mountains. You have hills.
1: I live in the Appalachian Mountains,
2: dude. Like I said, you have hills. (laughs) (laughs) I live in Idaho, and I grew up in Colorado, in the Rockies. You have hills. You don't have mountains. (laughs) Perhaps. Perhaps. So before slopes.
1: Before we wrap up, I will uh, go into the chat room and see what people are saying they've been getting into, and then we'll close things out. Uh, J.S. said, I'm reading a great comic series called Pinocchio, Vampire Slayer. Volume 2 just came in on Comixology this week, and he says, I've got a week off work, so I'm going to read some comic single issues and watch movies with the kids. Nice. Sounds like fun. Does he me.
2: kill vampires by telling lies and then running at them and stabbing them with his nose? He,
1: he hugs them, then
2: tells a lie. And then tells a lie? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All. Here, we, here we go. No, you'll get us taken off the internet. Don't do it. What? <laughs> Less than 20 seconds. <laughs> I'm Stop reviewing 30. the song. It's really good. <laughs> I like Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Suede.
0: Yeah, so 8 out of 10. There's my review. Thumbs up. Thumbs, thumbs up. Thumbs up.
1: <laughs> I, I just looked for myself. Uh, Lux- Lexington, Kentucky is 330 miles away, about five hours from my house.
2: Oh, get on it, dude. I drove <laughs> twice that to Seattle for Sa- Seattle Comic-Con.
1: Yeah, but I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest.
2: He's, he's got a point.
1: <laughs> I mean, no, I, I'm not lazy. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, I've embarrassed myself enough. We should probably wrap the show up. Anyone got any closing thoughts before we
4: before we get out? Yeah, Ooh, yeah the, king we're we're live live the, the king is dead. Long live the king. Oh, yeah. Anthony has officially taken over the role of king of guest hosts.
1: Bum, bum,
4: bum. Da, da, da. Awesome.
2: Actually, yeah, we watched uh, the Groods, too.
4: I'm still the queen, right? You're still the queen. The You've still got queen title. I actually talked with Ryan last night, because I, uh, we, we, I was over at his Godzilla party last night, and um, he said, yeah, that's this fine, Anthony. was
2: supposed Anthony. To be Ryan's episode, right? <laughs> yeah,
4: this was supposed to be a Ryan episode. Um, he said, Anthony, that is fine, but prepare for it to be taken down. <laughs>
3: Ooh,
2: I like this. I'm pretty I sure really I'm, I'm, I'm still basically the only one around here reading comic books, so I've always got something to talk about. So. Guest host, Battle
1: Royale, Mystery Science Oh, no, Theater I'm still reading
4: my comic style. books. I just don't work for the, I just don't work for the <laughs> shop anymore. Yeah, I just... but
2: I read comics that you don't read, Naki. That's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true.
4: Because I, I refuse to pay for, for Marvel and DC. I, I pay for my independence. <laughs>
2: yeah, I still read a lot of the big two. not Nowhere near as much as I used to, but there's still titles I won't give up on.
4: I have a really hard time paying for DC. I really do. Anyways. Uh,
2: my DC list is getting shorter, especially if Dan Didio kills off Nightwing. Prick. Uh, yeah. Oh.
4: Yeah. Oh, Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel's great. Read it. Read it.
2: It's oh, awesome. did you finish reading that? I did. Is she a shapeshifter? Is that why she has giant hands?
4: She just got her powers at the end of the book, so don't know yet.
1: I think she's supposed to be a shapeshifter is what they said in some of the interviews, but I don't remember.
2: Yeah, I just see right. some weird sketches online from artists. So.
1: Everyone said it's really good, but we I are like running a little behind on closing out, and I know everyone's got a bunch of stuff they need to do this afternoon. So I did want to say a yeah. big thank you to Anthony and Michelle for joining us today. We always love having you guys here. Bye. And it's always Always
2: nice. happy to be here.
1: A big thank you to our peanut gallery today. We had an awesome chat room. It was really great getting in with all you guys. I love it when we got a bunch of people in there feeding us comments. So thank you there, guys.
4: We love you, peanut gallery.
1: It was it, a good one, especially those, last weekend. Yeah, those of you listening to the podcast or hearing us talk about a peanut yard, yeah, you're probably going, what the hell are they talking about? Well, we record live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, and you can watch the show at live.atgnpodcast.com while we record it, and you can chat along in the chat room with us and feed us comments, well, about two minutes behind us because we stream a little faster than the chat room gets it, but that's neither here nor there. So if you're just listening for the first time, come check out one of the live shows, be part of the chat room experience, and give us hell because... Everyone there likes to do that, and it's fun. It's true. So I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Thank you so much for everyone joining us, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.
3: Bye. Bye.
4: Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.
1: Thanks for tuning in to this brand-new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy on the Gunna Geek Podcast Network you can find atgn in a variety of places some of those include our website at atgnpodcast.com or on certain apps like stitcher radio in fact we're even on gunna geek's main website at gunna slash network where you can find all things good and nerdy and all of the other shows that are part of the gunna geek network family if you want to get in touch with the show directly, don't forget, you can use any of the social media methods like Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodnerdy or Twitter at ATGNpodcast. That's not your cup of tea for getting in touch with us. Don't forget about the ATGN hotline at 304-806-ATGN. We check it each week, so leave us a message, and we'll get back to you and put it on the show. That's going to wrap up another episode of All Things Good Nerdy. Join the Adahe, Naki, and myself next week for an all-new live show at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at live.atgnpodcast.com. The music you've heard for both the intro and outro of this show were found on SoundCloud.com and are used in accordance with the Creative Commons licenses. Leaving Earth by Abandon All Hope is used as the outro of this show, and The Wind Waker by the Neskimos is used as the intro and slightly modified in both cases. To get links directly to these songs, go to atgnpodcast.com and check out the background music section.